there were moments where you and I were so fucking poor. poor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you were gold Still digging because I had nothing but dirt. <laughs> Still digging. Digging all the way. Hi. Welcome to our podcast, Love Conquers. It's where Matt and I talk through 22 years of lived experience. We're not subject matter experts by any case, but we do try and we have a shite load of history. So come with us on the journey while we talk through all our ups and downs, our opinions for whatever they're worth and suggestions on how maybe we might be able to help you get through the bumps and hurdles along the way. At Love Conquers, we'd like to mention that this podcast is purely for information and entertainment value. It is not a substitute for proper professional intervention. If you're struggling or someone you know is struggling, please contact your local health professional. Alternatively, you can contact Lifeline on 13 11 14. Stay safe. Fuck, what a day. All right. Anyway. Yeah, but it was a good day, right? Well, it was... and, it's, and it's the beginning of something new. Yeah, it was a good day. It's just, it's the... Ow! <laughs> fuck you. Stop kicking me. I'll fucking beat you. <laughs> this is why we should have kept the bigger table. Well, yeah, but I don't mind the streamline because it gives the room a little bit more space to play with. Yes, I'm agreeing with that, but I don't like the fact that you keep kicking me under the table. Well, it's because you kicked me. <laughs> I think we need to put the table the other way so you can't kick me. Well, I think we just go for a 1200 wide table and then it should be fine. Another table? No, just a better top for this table. <laughs> Personally, I like it having extended away from your table there because then it feels like there's a disconnect between that work life and this work life. Yeah, I'm not disputing that. And, and we could have a little gap between the two nah, tables. No gaps, just walls. <sighs> well, we're wall. talking about gaps today, so, yeah, you know. Exactly. It's, it's kind of a good lead-in. Well yeah, done, you. I know. You're <laughs> podcasting like a professional. I only took thought, a few goes. Who would have thought you'd need fucking professionals to make this happen? No, <laughs> no, we just swing it and throw something out there and see what lands. Fucking ain't. Well, <laughs> so the topic we thought we'd have a chat to everyone about today is obviously something that's affected us at a very personal level throughout our entire relationship. On 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 every topic, this resonates. For in within our relationship, it has affected. Yeah, it's affected every every aspect. part, every aspect of our relationship. Yeah, so we'll look at age gaps, age gaps, and and I think the difference between the him being older versus the her being older as well. Yes, yeah. There's obviously there's two, and I mean, unless anybody's. Hmm, no, I don't think there'll be any weirdos there that are going out like doing weird stuff with ages because ages is just numbers and you can't stop that. that that's exactly right. <laughs> but, you know, there is so much more to that too, though, because age, based on the numbers, based on one being further ahead, um, irrelevant of, of which one that is, it, it means that there's significantly more lived experience in one than the other and I think that causes a lot of positives. But 
it can also cause a lot of negatives too, especially with the young per the younger. If if the gap's significant, then there is a lot that the older person has already done, achieved, understands, lived experience, and you know, trying to I guess encourage or help or navigate the younger person through that to avoid the hindsight. Yeah. Um, and and sometimes you shouldn't do that. I had to learn the hard way that you had to figure this shit out sometimes just for yourself and not learn by how I lived. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess, yes, yeah. And so for us, you know, I guess where it comes back to being applicable here in this this forum is that, you know, obviously there's an age gap between us and so therefore we've experienced it, as you said there, and it's important to, you know, probably have a look at why it works for us and how it works for us and then have a look at, you know. You being my sugar daddy. I mean, that's that's it, right? No, you're sorry. my sugar mama. I'm your sugar mama. That's right. So <laughs> No, I'm the cougar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so in this one here, what we're looking at there is that essentially what we are meaning by age gaps and things like that is the literal meaning of that, and that is that there is some – unconventional distance of space and time between the times that you and your significant other were born. Yes. And yep. that's all this is. That's it. That's, yep. <laughs> let's, let's not deep dive into anything other than is there an age gap between you and your partner yeah. and is it affecting you? How so, does it affect you? Is it even a topic worth discussing? For us, it obviously is because we're here discussing it today, but it's also worthwhile us discussing because there have been really – significant moments through our relationship where it's kind of almost been thrown in our face. Yeah, well, I think that's, yeah, I mean, people will always try and, I guess, whether they're thinking they're being smart or funny or whether they're just trying to take away from you, like they'll always make a reference to it, Mm. especially in the earlier days, I guess. Yeah. I like it. I like it now with your big woolly face. Because you don't look nearly as young as you actually are now. You've you've aged quite far. Yeah, but I think my my face is aged underneath the beard as well. <laughs> yeah, so I think yeah, that that's, helps. That's more more to do with squishing your face across jujitsu mats yeah. than it has my years on the ground. Scar tissue. <laughs> <laughs> You're still pretty. Yeah. So, and for anybody who's not aware, there is a near as damn it ten year full age gap between myself and Kaz, with Kaz being the older of the two. There is nine months and there is nine years and ten months to be precise. So (laughs) we've got that part down. (laughs) And for us, I think we, well, I know certainly from getting, when when we were looking at getting together or, you know, as that was starting to occur, there was, for me anyway, like certainly the whole thing about family and ready-made family and stuff like that was certainly not something that I'd envisioned in that sort of, you know, brain world where you start thinking about what your life's going to be like and then. And in fairness, you were 18 when we first met. And when we started to have feelings for each other and started to discuss the concept of what life would look like if we made something of this, you were 19, sort of 20, and that's really young. Super young. And I was 29 with two children. Like, it's instant family, just add water, right? It was taking on a lot. Yeah, well, it's, it's you don't, you already don't understand the world, even though if you ask a 19 year old, you actually, you know just about all there is to know. <laughs> I don't um, think that's you. Um, but, and no, nobody, well, yeah, there's a lot of people like that, but, you know, and, and 
like everybody else, you know, you make the statement all the time, you know, sometimes the people just need to live their, run their own race and live it the way that they've got to live it because at those times and dates, you know, people can't be told necessarily. That's, and, and that's unfortunate as it is fortunate because yeah. if you just lived your life through my experience and negated different pathways, then maybe you wouldn't have achieved the things that you wanted to achieve. Yeah. So it's, for the older person, I had to learn not to try and stop you going down pathways as much as there was also benefit from me being able to give you insight at, on some things as well. And yep. you had to learn to be able to open, be open to that. Yeah. So, and that's, that's something that sort of, I think I didn't do great in the beginning. Um, but then it's like, I think that comes with, you know, and this sounds really cliche, but I think it comes with age, you know, like there's that aspect there that, until you've experienced a certain amount of the world, you won't really understand the benefit of having lived in the world as well. And how frustrating is it? I don't know for you, but for me, it's super frustrating knowing that and watching someone who you care about who's significantly younger and watching them go down pathways where you know you could help them. You know you could make it easier for them. You know you could do something, but you also know that I know for myself at their age, when I was their age, there's not a shit chance in hell I was going to listen to any of them that were older than me. Yeah. Well, cause you know, again, like you've had to be working out everything as well, like as far as adulting and parenting and doing everything else. So of course they're like, well, shit, great. But I like to, I already worked this other stuff out. So I'm going to work this one out too. Oh, I think a lot of it is too, that, you know, nobody wants to be wrong. And it's their life and you yeah, know, people just can't be told. I didn't want to be wrong at, in my 20s or in my 30s by any stretch. And look, don't take off the table the pure joy that it is of watching somebody completely fuck their life up. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on who it is sometimes. Yeah, I'm like, this will be entertaining nonetheless. Even if they're a friend sometimes, it's like, I know you're not going to listen to me, but I'm going to fucking enjoy this. <laughs> Carry on, brother. Because had you have listened to me, you wouldn't be enduring what Don't you're worry. enduring. I'll be there for you at the end telling you I tried to tell you so, but you couldn't be told. <laughs> told you so, told you so. Never mind. And it's a funny one too because it's something that's not new to the world. Like there's always been an age gap thing aspect of some form of society, you know, whether it be back in history where you had, you know, various kings and queens marrying, you know, children at some stages there because it was good for politics at the time, you know. So this age gap idea is not a new one. It's just that I think it's it's much more, um, I guess, publicised when we see it. So it's something that occurs more in the, I guess, the social scene but also in the media scene as well, something that's more highlighted there because we have this abundance of information coming at us so we sort of see it more often. Yeah, and but it still amazes me how shocked people are by it. Even yeah. like it's out there all the time, right? There's there's people through media, there's celebrity couples, there's I, I reckon anyone who listens to this episode will know at least one couple where there is a quite a significant age gap between the two people. Yeah. And th- I, I'm assuming that when they first met, there was still that element of, oh wow, that's a you know, that's a big age gap. Yep. We still get it because I think by and large people don't realise that there's 10 years between us nowadays. No. It was probably way more obvious back at the start when you looked like a child. A child. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm struggling for the right word, yeah. but yeah, that'll do. <laughs> well, you know, you're young, you don't have yeah. as many hard lines on your face. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> they're, called, they're called wisdom wrinkles, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a hard journey when we don't notice it, we don't feel it, we don't see that it's a thing, and then somebody's shocked by it. It's like, why the fuck are you shocked? Why does it matter? Yeah, it's just a regular old day for us, and I guess yeah. that's the 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 side where we just get so we just don't even view it as an age thing anymore. But for people who aren't exposed to it every day, yeah, then it's it's something like that's unusual. Yeah, I, I guess the shocked part doesn't bother me so much. It's when they ask me about my son. Well, that's, you know, that, 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 that I take that doesn't happen <laughs> anymore, though, does it? Like, no, no, but it did happen a lot at the start. Yeah, we, yeah. We, I did get asked quite often about my son. Yeah, and well, for all those that know me and those that don't, I don't have sons. It's still not my fault. <laughs> I did. I would get angry at the at pros. Me. No, not at, at you. Me. Not no. Not my fault. No. Well, not always at you. I would just be upset. I. It, my son didn't need a haircut. My husband needed a haircut. I didn't think I needed a haircut at all. Well, no. I no. I think, yeah. I don't think you didn't. You didn't stay for the haircut, but no. you know, it was still the question. Yeah. And I mean, I get, I get it too, a little bit too, in the early days because, you know, the stepkids were much older than what my children would have been at that yes, time. Yes, absolutely. There's no way. I mean, you know, my your stepchildren, my children were certainly much older and, and too old to be your children. So I can understand how people would go, oh, all your kids. I get that. It it didn't stop the No, it doesn't help at the time. <laughs> when it would come. It's like, no. um, it could Because it was, you know, translated in my head, you look really old or you look old enough to be his mum. Mm. Not that, hey, he looks kind of closer to those girls than he does to you. Yeah. It was always like, meh. So, yeah, that that kind of had a bit of a sting to it. But, you know, such is life. We proved the whole world wrong, right? Well, it's it. You're still here. It works. That's good. And, I mean, you know, you have a look at it too and even just, I mean, there is an aspect of judgment there too, like through this process too, where people, you know, start to assign strengths, weaknesses, goals, whatever, or motives to whoever the party is. And it's not just the, the it's not just the younger person necessarily. Sometimes it's the older person. You know, there's a bunch of different stuff. I mean, I think I remember like even last year they were talking about how, in, in the media, Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't date anybody under over 25 oh, yeah. and stuff like that. And, like, that was this big thing. It's like, man, if that's just his jam, like. If she's stepping up to the plate and she's happy to be seeing him and he's stepping up to the plate and he's happy to be dating her and you know what, if she hits 27 and he kicks it to the curb and this is a pattern and yet the next 25-year-old still steps up, who cares? What business is it of ours? Yeah. Why does it matter? Well, because men are scumbags and it's good to paint them that way in the media. Mm. Do you know what I don't like? I don't like the assumption that everybody's a gold digger. Yeah. You cop that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it never worried me. It annoyed the shit out of me because yeah. you worked just as hard as I did to achieve 
you know, our our day to day, our week to week, etc. It's not like you weren't in there having a go. You, it's not like you were just living off my earnings. Yeah, no, I I get it. Like, I mean, and, and I wasn't. You know, um, I don't know why that never just seemed to really bother me that much. Yeah, a lot of shit that bothers me doesn't bother you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, and I think too, like some people tend to think about it. You know, I guess with a concern in mind that there might be something untoward going on there. And and there's a few different areas there that sort of, I guess, lead you down that path. One is obviously if there is a power imbalance there too. Yes. So, you know, you, you do see that, especially with, you know, somebody who's more established and has lived a bunch of life and everything like that. And then they shack up with somebody much younger. Well, there is a bit of a power dynamic there because obviously the person who's been around the, Block, block a few, a few more times, times yep. you know, probably has more resources, funding and everything like that. So, you know, I can see where there'd be a power issue. And then I guess if anybody's kept in a situation and then being dominated by another person because of that power dynamic, then obviously it's not a positive thing. And that's where people start to go, that's a bit concerning. I, I get that. And I understand that. And you and I were talking about this the other day because of some things that have happened. And, you know, we were saying in that regard that, as a as an older person who is more established, um, it it was you know when we were back at the very beginning, I was the more dominant in our relationship, yep. not through doing it by malicious intent or control or anything. I was just more further along. Yeah, I knew a little bit more. I I could navigate the waters of adulting a little bit better. And through that, I kind of felt this innate responsibility to yeah, of course. have to do that. And as I said to you, you know, there was an awakening where you kind of grew up and you took control and you took over and you wanted to make decisions and you wanted that, I guess, that power back and to balance it out. Um, and for me, that was it was. When I look back now, I can even remember and I can see and I can visualize those periods where I was kind of feeling like, wow, I, this is an adjustment. I don't know what's going on here. When I look now in hindsight, I can see what it was. Yeah. But as we were going through it, I'm like, what the fuck? I make these decisions. Why? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> Yeah. Where'd you come from? <laughs> um, and, and it is. It's an eye-opener. And if you're not ready for it or you're not acknowledging what it is, I think that could be really disastrous for the for yeah. the controller. Well, yeah, and I think that would that would probably be the point there. If you're not if you if you're in the either power position or you're in the aged more aged position, then there is going to be a patch there where the person starts to develop some ability and and some, you know. I guess, world sense and things like that. And so they're going to have a difference of opinion about the way it goes. Now, if you've been able to make those decisions or were making those decisions because you understood them better than the other person at the time, if you're observing it happen at the time, I could see where the person who is the more senior or the more dominant could have some like a crisis of understanding or a crisis of personality almost because now the, the position they used to play for their significant other is no longer the current role that's required. They need a slightly abbreviated version. Yeah, absolutely. And and you have to find your feet again and you have to understand what your role is in the relationship and find that and find that equal balance. And you have to give some of the control. Yeah. Um, and for people who are control freaks like myself, it is it's it, tough. It is a hard thing to do. It really is. And when you when you're not comprehensive 
at the fact that this all comes about because of age and maturity, then, you know, for me, it, it never dawned on me that you were just simply maturing. Yeah. It, that wasn't a fact that I thought about because you had always been an old soul to me. You had always been that person that had a real steady head on your shoulders and you were always that person that I would go to and say, you know, what do you think about this? And I would seek your opinion. Yeah. And so it didn't dawn on me that A, I had that control or B, that now all of a sudden you were taking some of it back. Yes. Um, it There was just a big shift. Yep. Now when I look back and I go, oh, that's what that was. Okay, I get it now. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, and but it, it, that's the trouble too. Like, I mean, when have you been in this situation before? Never. So, exactly. So, of course, you, you're not going to understand it to begin with. The same way you're learning how to, how to, cohabitate with somebody who's significantly younger, you know, vice versa is you're also learning how to understand as that person gets older, the same way that I'm learning how to be in a relationship, how I'm learning how to, you know, function in society, like pay bills and do shit like that too. So. Yeah. I think for people who can enter into a relationship with a significant age gap, these kind of things just don't, that, that it doesn't come to the forefront in, in our brains, right? Because I didn't see you as someone younger. No. When we were getting together and we were finding our feet and we were becoming an us, I didn't see you as younger. Yep. I just saw you a as a person who was yep. my mate, who was becoming something more, who I had a physical attraction to, who I had an emotional attraction to, and it was evolving into something yep. where – I didn't want to live without you in my life. Yep. But nowhere in that equation it did I, the only time I ever thought about age was when other people other people were bringing it to the forefront. Yeah, I think um I don't, and I'd like to think that most people when they're in getting into a relationship like that that the number on their birth certificate is not actually the primary factor. I'd imagine mm. that even if you're getting into one of these circumstances because you're a little bit shifty i.e. you're trying to get something out of it do you reckon reckon, like okay so this is probably going to be the most stupidest question ever asked in the history of humans but do you really think like all those people yep okay straight up yep (laughs) listen like seriously i could not sleep with some old crusty person just because i thought there was a dollar in it well it's not it's probably not entirely how they're thinking, but there's certainly an aspect there that's like you got to at least like the person. He's not right? awful, like... and he's fucking loaded. <laughs> he's away a lot for work. She's away for. Lo- I mean, I, I said he because I think traditionally we, and you know, people will probably correct us if we're wrong, but when we would think about the things about an age difference, it would normally be a male that's older than the female. Yeah, and and it's historically been men that have, you know, been the career dominating and the success and all the rest of it. It's females are just starting to climb up the ladder now, right? Like Yeah. So that it the whole cougar thing really only came about kind of twenty years ago. Yeah. Thirty years ago. It was ago, only a so. thing, yeah, starting to be a thing there. Yeah. So I you know, I get it. I get why you would say he historically. I think it's changing now and I think the shift's changing. But I also think I'm I'm really hopeful that people are a bit smarter now. Like he's whoever the older person was, if it's all about the money, the person that's got the money can't be that fucking stupid that they don't realise they're being taken for the money. 
Yeah, no, I don't think they're that stupid. I think they understand exactly part of the reason why that person's with them. <laughs> so if they're if they're if they're okay with that, and they're giving up the cash. Why is everybody so? Uh, it's not my jam, right? It's not something I could do. But why is it wrong then if he's willing to pay? Okay, well, this is and this is a natural progression of things, right? Because as we look on this topic, sentence, you know, we have a look at how much it's actually increasing in the world and things like that, it's going to become more of an occurrence. And then as power dynamics change, as they do societally, so women now are stepping up more and more and having an opportunity to be heard more and more and have an opportunity to lead more and more. And so naturally that they're going to be the older person more Mm -hmm. and more. Um, You know, and then as we see that go out through, we don't see a lot of it in in. I guess, the media Mm. as much. You don't see a lot of that sort of – you still see the reverse happening a lot with an older male and a female, you know. But I guess as we look at these things – But numbers probably play a part in that too because there's probably still a greater volume of numbers of he older, she younger. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, whatever that reason happens to be. We're always against the grain, you and I. We're always not the norm. Trying to shake up. It's not always a negative thing if we have a look at it too. Like, you know, I guess the automatic thing is that people go to, oh, look at that, or, you know, look at that dirty old man, or look at that gold digger. But I think we've found that in this situation we're at, we've actually had a lot of positive aspects there that have come from the the age dynamic being non-conventional. Like what? Well, so I'd, I'd like to think that, you know, and granted, this is not entirely the only reason, but a simple point of view would be most kids when they go out into the world don't understand shit. Correct. And so when I was an 18, 19-year-old, I was starting to get an idea about some things, but I had no idea, like, how do you start an electric? how do you get electricity on your house? How mm-hmm. do you get gas? Like, like, I had no education, no learnings from this from anyone, and I don't think you did either. You just had to fucking work it out. Yep. But when it came time for, you know, us to move out together, then these are all things that I was being exposed to in actually a really, really kind of comfortable manner because you knew what to do and you could get it done or you could advise me to get it done. And so we were able to achieve this stuff there without one person feeling cheated or anything like that. So, you know, over the over that the first 10 years of our relationship, I picked up a lot of, I guess, little world knowledge that I didn't have yet. Yeah. And I'm also the organiser from hell. So, you are an organiser, yeah, and, and that and, helps. And a bit of a control freak in that regard too. So You know, so there's that, that aspect there. And, I mean, I think even too, you know, if you want to have a look at, at, you know, and this is, it sounds really gross, but if you want to have a look like at a sugar daddy situation, you know, they're still, it's still positive from the perspective of people are getting something fulfilled out of it. Yeah, they're both getting something out yeah. of it. That's what I mean. Like if, if he's pennying up and ponying up and she's ponying up, and they're both in agreement. It it's what you it's what you were saying before about the control aspect or the dominating component. If somebody is in that relationship out of a fear of walking away, or is you know, it, it, there are things that are are happening in in 
the universe at the moment where people are raising concerns about a particular situation and whether or not a particular person is being controlled. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, okay, there's red flag indicators. Yep. If there are red flag indicators from in a, in a relationship, then that's concerning and something needs to be done about that and decisions need to be made about whether or not people will step in and not step in, etc. But if it's in a in a relationship, for whatever the fucking reason, money, not money, whatever, whatever, somebody gaining something, and if both parties are equally agreeing to be there, yep, man, let it be. Yeah, like if if you know, in this again Live hypothetical situation, if she can tolerate being around that other person and she's getting a lifestyle that she enjoys. Mm-hmm. Then I can't argue with that. And the same time too, if he's been working his cunt out for, you know, stop saying years, the c word. Don't talk over the top of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm older. I'm allowed to. This is my point. You this should is be my point. Respect stop. your elders. Stop it. You. <laughs> stop your, it. Respect You're your being shit. <laughs> stop it. That's not very respectful <laughs> of your elders. <laughs> I'll fucking put you in a home, lady. <laughs> oh, shit, that's serious. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably my only fear in our relationship. Can I finish my fucking point? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, go. Thank you. You're welcome. What was your the point? The point I was making was that, you know, if she get <laughs> Sorry. Continue. <laughs> well, what we'll do is we'll do another podcast and we'll release it on a different day <laughs> called Today and Married. It'll just be... Us riffing on shit and talking shit and talking over the top of each other. It'll be funny. No, you can't talk over the top of me. I'm old. Fuck off! <laughs> Please. <laughs> so, but inversely to her who gets a lifestyle and obviously gets exposure to things that she wouldn't get exposure to traditionally as a younger person, like, you know, events and a certain class of friendships and lifestyle and events and experiences – and for him, he's been working his hole out for the last 50 years and then, you know, for whatever reason, and I'll just hazard this one and I don't want anybody to assume that I'm definitely painting somebody out here, but let's say that in this instance his old battle axe of a wife decided that he hadn't been paying her enough attention for the last 50 years and she decided to fuck him off and she was going to take half his shit and he was like, you know what, I've got enough shit, I'm going to let her go with half, but you know what I want? I just want somebody who, who's hanging out with me who's just fun and free and light and doesn't have a lot of fucking hang-ups and he just gets to cruise through his last 20 or 30 years of life with somebody who seems to be able to tolerate him, then fuck it, they both get something. And it might be two or three different people who can tolerate him over different periods and he might go through two or three of them or she might go through two or three of them. Honestly, do you know what it always comes back to? Why is it anybody else's business? Yeah, uh, yeah that's a. That's a valid point there too. Like it's it's not anybody's business but the two people that are in the relationship and any children they might have. Unless there are red flags. Yeah. And well, that's my only premise. And that's that's where I think most people come from is that they automatically go to, well, there, there must be something wrong. 
Yeah, well, you know what? Do your research, people, because there's not always something wrong. And well, I'm sure people thought that a lot about us in the early yep, days too because no you did look very babyish when we first got together. You had very, very young features. And when people would see us kissing or holding hands, you would see that instant. <gasps> yeah, this didn't fit into my boxes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, well, we were both two consensual what do you say? Consenting. Consenting adults can't speak. Um, and we were happy and we made each other happy and yeah. we were finding out about each other and 22 years on, fuck me, look at that. I'm still 10 years older than you and it still works. Yeah. And like for me, I think it was it was a positive in my life. Like obviously, and, you know, we'll go in to talk about how there can be negative aspects to this. We'll talk about the negatives later, but you you were saying there's some positives. The positives were in there for you. Right, yeah. So, you know, for me, I think there was, or I certainly feel like my life was improved for having been in that experience. Thanks. Yeah, that's it. Well, you know, I, I've laughed about this quite a lot over the years, but my ex was 10 years older than me and that didn't work. So <laughs> I yeah. found someone on the other end of the scale. Yeah, and it worked. That's it. But I don't think I don't think you as a, I don't think thirty year old you could have been in a happy relationship with somebody who was older and wanting to dominate you. No, I don't think your your mentality back then was far more like head of steam. Sort of, you know, you're a great big train, and you're just going to keep on charging down the tracks. Not a lot's changed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I think you're a lot kinder on the world. Thanks. I try to be. Some days. Some days I just go, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all in. It happens. But no, I think, look, at the end of the day, there is positives and negatives in any kind of relationship, but it's about how you, the individuals within the relationship, handle those and how, you know, you say all the time, every time I raise the, the subject about does your son want a haircut? And it wasn't the only time we were ever asked about my son, but it's the pinnacle one that we keep coming back to. And you always jump in with, and it's still not my fault. Yep. Um, so it, it comes down to how these moments are handled and how, you know, I, it was, I was hurting. It was a sting every time somebody said it and your takeaway from that was I was blaming you. But I wasn't. It was just a sting on me. Um, and so I guess from there it's it's about how people react to the shock or the judgment or the, you know, concern warranted or otherwise. Um, and if you're in that relationship now and you are going through those moments, be kind to each other because the person that, you know, the person that's being judged the sting still hurts. It doesn't matter which way yeah. you go. The sting hurts. Absolutely, it does. I mean, you, you're only—I mean, you're only human. So, of course, anybody says anything to you about something that's a very personal subject, naturally, it's automatically going to make you go, "But what's wrong with me?" Yeah, absolutely. Because nobody wants to be singled out. Nobody wants to be fucking made to feel like they're different or weird or strange. And so, naturally, of course, it's going to hurt you. I get it completely. Mm. You know, it's just—it was very hard as a young man to not, and not that I would ever say that you know, the trial and testing of a man is really a tough gig. But in my younger life, it was very difficult to be able to separate the two from being, you know, you feeling upset and hurt to not just, and because 
you know, your emotional state was downregulated and you weren't happy. And so it was very hard not to understand that as being partly my fault or that you were blaming me for being so young. And I know yeah. that you weren't. No, but, you know. no, not at all. Absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't have been with you if, I, you know, if age was a factor for me or if it was a concern for me. Yeah. I wouldn't have been with you. Um, and you're right. Like both my ex-husbands were older than me and it didn't work. But I've also always said that you're, you are far more mature than I have historically been as well. Yeah. And so in that regard, I felt like we were always yeah. almost on the same level in that respect. Um, you you are educated better, you are smarter in a lot of elements as well. And so for me that always seemed, I always relate those two to maturity as well. Yep. Um, and so in that regard I, I never actually, it just didn't occur to me that 10 years is a big thing. It's like saying, you know, it, everybody laughs at me because I we've, we, you know, we've just put a new pool in the backyard. And apparently it's a big pool, but I don't see it. <laughs> you say apparently it's <laughs> well, a big pool. Well, because I don't see it. Like it just, to me, it's a pool in our backyard. Um, it, it's the same as 10 years. It was just 10 years. It was 10 years. It wasn't small. It wasn't big. It just, just it was. was, was it was. It's a pool. It's not big. It's not small. It's just a pool. Um, and so that's, I guess, where I went with the age thing. Like the 10 years didn't didn't seem to me to be a huge thing like it did for some people that we've met along the way. Yeah. Quite shocked at the fact that it's 10 years. It's not two years or four years or six years. It's 10. No, and we've met people now since that have had different age different. Like, I mean, we've got quite a good friend who's a widower now who's, you know, her husband was significantly older than her through life. And so Mm -hmm. he had, he'd already had lived a big chunk of life yeah, by the absolutely. time they got together. And so she was having to do her thing. And so, yep. and think, he had kids and, yeah. you know, and he was a widower as well. So, yeah. you know, she's stepped up into that space of um, step parent and being quite close in age to the children that she was now yeah. step parenting, which is very similar to you, similar right? Situation. Because, yep. you know, there's, there's 10 years between you and me, but there's also 10 years between you and my eldest child. Yes. And so you were a stepdad at 19 to a nine-year-old child. Yeah. It was, it was a lot. It was unusual. It was yeah. unconventional. It's certainly not anything that I would have put on my radar going forward. No, absolutely not. But by Christ, you navigated through. We tried to. Yeah. Well, yeah. On this end, we can say like quite cleanly that, yep, we made it through that. But at the time, like you're just like, ah, fucking, I don't know, man. Because the biggest thing I look back now and go, like, it's not so much that there was a authority issue in the house, but it was a, it was, I didn't have enough wisdom and learned experience to be able to parent them at a level that I would parent them at today. Oh, of course, but nobody does, no, right? That's like right. I had my first child at nineteen. Yeah, I, I had no clue. Yeah, took and me so years to figure that shit out. It, it would have been the same if we'd had toddlers at the time. Yeah, I had no idea. But 
only that you get to test things out on toddlers yeah. and, and, you know, you break some and then you sometimes have another they child and it's back. fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I keep saying by my fifth, surely I've got to have this shit squared away. Yeah, you just, the fifth child just seems to just not give a fuck about anything. <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> she's got it down pat, that one. <laughs> Morning, fuck you, son. <laughs> See you tomorrow, cunt. <laughs> Stop it. No. no. Um, <laughs> so, you know, and I don't think any aspect of, our age dynamic has been negative in my world, but I certainly think that I can see where people would be concerned straight off the bat at some of the negative aspects there that have been exposed to the world, but also to, I guess, us a little bit in power dynamics and things like that. We see it not just age, but age basis. We've seen power dynamics be a problem in relationships before with friends, but, you know, specifically in this situation, I can see where people go, all right, it can be a negative thing. And so, so yeah. what have been some of the negative things for you over twenty two years of me being older than you, or you being younger than me? Yeah, no. Um, so, like, I would premise it and just say that generally, like, I feel like it's been more positive than it's been negative. It hasn't hurt me at all. Well, um, that's good considering that you're coming to bed with me tonight. So that's yeah, a nice thing to say. <laughs> it's very much a safe thing to say. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. You'll be honest. <laughs> All right, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sleep wherever the fuck I want. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was having this conversation with someone today, actually. Um, the the whole There was this comment made with other people about, you know, husbands will just back their wives because they go to bed with them later and they don't, you know, they want a happy space. And I laughed and said, if we're in a conversation, it does not matter who's in that conversation with us. If I'm saying something and Matt does not agree with me, Matt will just be honest and say he does not agree with me and here's why. There is no, and yes, I will be pissed and yes, I will raise it with him later when we come home, but in 22 years it's never stopped him. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you will. You will just say it how it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad thing, well, though. Like I'd, I'd, I'd like to think that's, you know, what I would rather honestly. you deserve of me, yeah. Yeah, like, that's right. One yeah, of the don't just agree with me to keep was, me happy. You know, one of the things when we got together was the experiences you had previously with lying and fucking yep. just shitty behaviour. Yep, absolutely. So Can't was, handle it, don't like it, don't do it. Yeah, no. And, you know, understanding as much, you know, I would never say that I completely understand a person because life has taught me that I don't. Um, but, <laughs> you know, from what I do understand with you is that that was never going to be a constructive situation. No, no. You know? Um, you have got better in your delivery of not agreeing with me. Yeah, I try, I try to be really, softer. really, yeah, I try to be as productive as possible through <laughs> yeah. everything really. Like, you know, let's make it efficient but also let's make it so it's worthwhile. That's like, probably one of the things that I really do want anyone who's listening to us today to really understand. We even today don't have all this shit squared away and worked out. No, we, we still fall down. But also, you know, we've been doing this for 22 years. Yeah. So anyone who's out there right now that is a year, is five years, is 10 years, is 15 years into this, we were you. Yeah, that's it. We, we were through every stages that you've been through and we get it. Like sometimes it just sucks. Yeah. And sometimes it's just hard and other times it's fucking amazing. We have not been this good and this squared away and this sorted and organised and on team us 
our entire 22 years. No. We've just fought really hard because we both thought the other person was worth it. Yeah. And that's, I guess, for, for what it comes back to, like, you know, in full fucking disclosure too, like it was even, you know, in the last two weeks we still had a fight. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's that's natural. It just comes down to how we're going to treat each other and what we want to do about that situation. Our fights are a lot calmer. Yeah, well, you know. I, I don't throw glasses at you anymore. No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> They're too expensive, expensive. to replace. Daddy yeah. <laughs> don't have the money for that. Yeah, no. <laughs> but we are we are we have learnt a lot and we still don't get it right. All the time. So we are by no means sitting here telling anyone who's listening that this is how you absolutely have to do it to succeed because we still don't know. We might fuck it up tomorrow again. Yeah, and it's a constantly it's a constantly evolving situation because, you know, everything's going on at the same time. That's right. You know, and then on top of that too, you know, age being age what it is, over time, you know, our physical bodies start to degrade as well. And so one of the big learning lessons for me is is starting to come into the fact that now that I'm past 40, my body's starting to show some signs of degradation and, you know, and not just the typical degradation that I've experienced from having been in the army for nearly 10 years. Like it's, it's just I'm getting older mm-hmm. and having to start to realise that that's a thing and this is that and, you know, it's it's humbling but it's also, you know, I get it with better understanding now the things that you've been tackling through your 40s. Yeah, absolutely. And you and I talked about this the other day, right, because when I was going through my 40s and things were starting to deteriorate and not work as well as it should and all the rest of it, my eyes, my hearing, whatever, um, you know, I it was hard because you couldn't relate. Yeah. You had no idea and I couldn't explain it to you in a way that you could understand. So I really felt like I was out on my own in that regard and it was hard to keep up with you and it was also very hard to explain to you why I couldn't keep up with you because you were very much, ah, you know, of course you can. Yeah, that's right. Just get up and do it. And now you're complaining about everything that 10 years ago Mm. I was complaining about. And it comes back to that same thing where it's hindsight. It's like, buddy, I know. Yeah. (laughs) I get it because I was there 10 years ago. Of course. And let me tell you, 50 doesn't get any easier. Do you know, I had had a weird thing the other day where I just suddenly, like I was strolling around the property moving from one thing to the next and I, I, I think I'd had one of those days where I was just hustling to finish off like half a dozen small jobs. Mm. And so I'd done like my usual 20,000 laps of the property walking back and forth <laughs> looking for tools and shit. And, you know, you're just a bit foot wary and sore and things like that. And then so much, it suddenly hit me. He goes, dude, why aren't you striding around this property? Ordinarily in the past, you would have just, you know, walked at a very efficient but fast, consistent pace everywhere you went about doing things and you're strolling right now. And then I was like, shit. So then I started striding out and then I, was, I realized like I think I think a big chunk of like when you reach over 40 and you feel all these things, a big chunk of it is weariness. <laughs> Just fucking weariness from having been shaped by the world. Yep. And that's a mental and physical thing. Yes. And that's yes. really important to identify. It's a mental and physical thing. Yep. Yeah, and that was that was a big learning point for me because when I started striding around, then I was like, 
well, fuck, I'm going to start doing the thing that I used to do. And when I picked up my pace and started walking and corrected my posture a bit, I was like, I actually feel five years younger right now. Yeah. It was funny how it changed my whole, you know, perspective on that, like that I gripped it up. I said, oh, hang on a second. I feel weary and so I'm walking like I'm weary mm. and I'm postured like I'm weary. But if I purposefully stride to the next task, I found that it changed the way that even my mindset was feeling about it. And so – you know, for me, I've started to understand even at a bigger level, like how, because it was always strange to me, your intensity level at certain things was very, very off the charts. And your intensity level when your body or your 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 brain just need to shut down was super low regulated. And I was like, how can this person who's such a dynamo be just fatigued? By, and, and I realized that it's part of that. You've lived 40 years. Now you've got all this shit soaking into your bandwidth. You've raised kids. You've concerned yourself with what's going on there. You've now got teenagers, and that world's a fucking misery, fucking fuck yeah. fight. Because te- raising teenagers is a kind of a job at the best of times, without the rest of the world trying to kill them or fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, hey, oh, I, honestly, hey, I'm, I'm not arguing any of it because it's all true. It, it's, raising teenagers is hard work. Yeah, and it became it. it I suddenly had the understanding there that. A lot of that weariness is just weariness from having lived yeah. two decades of fucking hard life. And yep. I feel like life is much harder when you're younger. Really? I feel like, yeah. See, I don't I didn't I don't I don't recall noticing it back then. Because I think for me, when I was younger, like there was hurdles, right? Life was hard when going through divorces or, you know, trying to financially get ahead or raising kids. That's just, to me though, that was just life. And in my younger years, I was a hundred miles an hour. Everything was fast. I was just hustling and moving and onto the next and onto the next and onto the next. But the older I get, the more it, it's daunting when you realize that you're now on the other side. Ah, I got you. Yep. And so it's like not only does things slow down by just natural progression because I can't be as fast as I used to be, I can't run as fast as I used to run, I can't process things as fast as I used to process, but I also know that I now have – time was never a thing that I thought about. Yep. And now time is specifically hitting over 50, time is all I think about. Yep. And now it's it's almost like a panic. Oh, my God, there is still so much I want to achieve and I'm not sure that I have the time left to achieve it and enjoy it. I don't want to be 70 and hitting the marks that I want to hit and not be able to enjoy it because I can't move or I'm not as agile as I used to be or whatever. Like I want to hit them today. Yeah. And so there's now this reinvigorated sense of urgency, but my mind and my body and my soul can't keep up. Yeah. So I had that that mentality about I need to get this shit done now probably in my 20s. Like mm. I wanted everything. I need I need to do this now. I need to do this now. Whereas now I'm like do I need to? Yeah, see I've not ever got there. Yeah, so and I I feel like hitting 40 for me, I felt like I tipped over a point where yes, obviously my body's cheating me and fucking <laughs> me over, but I don't know. I feel like at 40, I'm still at the point now I'm riding that high of I am the most capable I've ever been. I am the most sharp I've ever been mentally. I'm the most emotionally intelligent person I've ever been. And I 
my problem solving ability is at a much higher level than it's ever been. So for me, I feel like I've hit a new stride in that sense. Yeah. So, which is obviously going to. I I don't think I had the time to process any of that leading into my 40s. Mm. You had had the accident. Yep. And, you know, we had spent seven years and a part of that was in as I transitioned over into 40 and, and sort of to mid to halfway into my 40s. And so I didn't, th- there was no thinking about that for that. Yep sort of seven to ten year period for us. It was It was a pretty fucking hardcore period. All we could do was focus on you and and the, you know the fights that we had to fight. The fights that we had to fight through that. So I, I didn't get a look in through my forties. Um but coming into my fifties I certainly, you know, with us being far more stable and and us being more able to focus more outward, um, for me going into my fifties has certainly been an eye opener and and something that's it probably jarred me more than mm. any other century that I, or any other um, decade that I've turned into, really. Yep. Um, yeah, I noticed that it did that to you. I noticed yeah. you had a real crisis of, yeah. of like, oh, shit. Like, Time's running out. But yeah. Yeah, but also it's not. Well, and I don't know that. Yeah. And you don't know that either. But, but I'm certainly on the pointier end of. Of a general lifespan, yeah. Yeah, you, you know. yeah. So, and, um, and it. Right, wrong, or indifferent, it's how I processed it. It's it's what I did when I went into turning 50. It was daunting. Yeah, see, from my perspective as partner, like as a husband supporting you, my mentality is now is an opportunity now where we get to fortify you so that your next 30 years are kick-ass and then you can have a cruisy last 10. Yeah, very cool. started talking about the negatives. What are the negatives that you feel that you've experienced from being 10 years younger than me in our relationship or from a social exposure? Look, know? I think, you know, it depends on what, yeah, it's a, it, that's a tough one to, to answer necessarily because obviously we're here at this end of life and so everything's been for a reason and got us to where we are today. So, when I look at it at a tally basis, I go, well, nothing's been negative because we're here now. But I can see where, like, you know, I understand what you're saying. And I think for if I wasn't, didn't have the mentality I've got, then I would definitely see that, you know, going straight into a relationship with two kids already and a mortgage and everything else, which is what we were within the first two years of our relationship, there's no room in there for a young man's life. Yep. And so a lot of the the traditional coming of age things like going off to uni or going, you know, on a boys trip to Bali or whatever the fuck it is. Playing the field. Well, even play, oh, I don't even think I had the energy for it back then, <laughs> to be honest. Like I just. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. Just the, the bandwidth of the people that I was around wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so from that perspective there, like I can see how, you know, if, if we look at things and somebody wrote out what's probably going to happen for the next 30 years of their life as a 19-year-old man, my life as it as it turned out to be was not going to probably be on the list. Yeah. But I don't – Yeah, if you had have read that and said, hey, buddy, here's what's coming down the pipeline, I reckon you would have gone, no, 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 no. Oh, categorically would have at that time too. <laughs> but if I saw the whole picture and I understood it with a little bit more, I would have gone, it's, it's worth it. 
yeah. you know. Um, I mean, I can see where there's negatives in people having relationships and I think obviously people aren't – some people in relationships where there's an age difference aren't necessarily in the situation we're in um, where we communicate reasonably well with each other, where mm-hmm. we try not to beat up on each other, where we try not to make any one person the – I guess the hinge point for our happiness or our fulfillment, we try and mutually support each other and and try and go through life in a constructive fashion. But I can see where there's negative aspects there where, you know, if you're the older person and you've got a bit more wealth and you've got a bit more of a career-minded drive and things like that, that when, you know, you take on a role of being an authoritarian or more of more of a power role in the relationship that, people could see that as being, you know, you're negatively affecting the other person. You're not giving them the agency to make mistakes. You're not necessarily giving them agency to make decisions. And so, you know, and don't get me wrong too, it's probably protected me from making a bunch of really ridiculous decisions and picking (laughs) up a lot of bad habits. So I don't regret any aspect of it, but I can see where people, if they – you know, had that vision of how things were going to be, would be like, this is definitely negative. Would you, if you could go back with the magic button, would mm. you change any of it? For me, I probably would have, I would have liked to have been a little bit more forthright and a little bit more mature in my approach to the relationship in regards to my family. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not my current family, like as in me and you and the girls. This mm. is the family that I had that I came yep. from that, yep, and, yep, yep. you know, and so I think for that, I would be a lot, I would be a lot more decisive in regards to that. I wouldn't um and ah, and I wouldn't tolerate shitty behavior. and I wouldn't tolerate some of the shitty behavior that was extended to you. Um, for me, that's something I would definitely change. Um, I'd probably encourage myself to be a little bit more patient in the early days because I think that doesn't hurt. Mm. So, yeah, I think so. I mean, the biggest, the biggest, I guess if we were to factor it in like a takeaway, you know, my biggest takeaway would be take a fucking second, bro. Just take a second to stop and just really digest what's being said or being broached with you. Um, And if you feel passionately enough about it, find a fucking way to get that message across that's not going to be a fucking ear bashing for the other person or just you carrying on like a child having a tantrum. Um, because there's definitely aspects of that in an age dynamic. There is, there's always going to be a younger person that, or somebody who's less experienced that doesn't see the bigger picture as well, that doesn't understand it as well. And so, you know, my perspective now is that, you know, I try and tackle everything and take as much time as I can to assimilate myself to a situation before I start to make a decisive fucking work at it. And that's what I'd sort of probably suggest. Yeah, I do have to say you matured real nice. Thanks, baby. You're welcome. Yeah. I love you. Like, like wine, you know, some days it turns out good, some days it turns into well, vinegar. I was going to say like Sean Connery who aged oh, real so nice So fucking too. old, man. <laughs> That just means that you've got something to look forward to, right? You're going to continue to age real nice. <laughs> well, you know, I've got I've seen footage of Sean Connery saying that you know sometimes when women can't be, um, yeah, okay, it was know, they just bad- need a little smack. <laughs> just give them a little slap. All right, it was a bad person to bring in. It, you know, oh fuck, I take it all back now. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay, so we've well established that for us, it was 
more positive than negative, yeah. obviously because we're still together. Yeah. Um, we've well established that you would have been a little bit calmer if hindsight was, you know, yeah. not a thing and you knew everything before you had to learn it. What's your takeaway for somebody who's older in a relationship? Um, I I think almost identical to you but in in the obviously in the reverse in that I I felt very much like I was in the middle of having to especially very much in the early years where I wanted you to be the equal parent I wanted you to be the step parent that was on the same par as me and I hadn't ever taken into consideration that how could you how how could you know that shit? You didn't have nine years with the kids since, you know, they're in diapers and all the rest of it. But so for me it would really be a case of I would slow down more in my expectations of you being my partner. Yeah. Um, I think I expected more of you without being fair to you in how you were going to get there. Oh, thanks. And so that's that's my hindsight and that's my thing to anyone who might be the older person and there is stepkids in the equation because I, you know, it was always a case of love me, love my children, that we yep. come as a package deal that was never open for discussion. You will be a significant person in their lives and therefore you will play the role of partner, father, or the rest of it, or this doesn't work because I didn't want to have a partner over there and children over there. Yeah, no, no. Um, But I guess in that regard, I just expected you. I I don't think I expected you. I didn't think enough about you not having the expertise to do it. Yep. I just, if if I can do it, so can you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely it does. I, I would probably, in that regard, I would go back and try and be, slower in my expectations of you working with the kids yeah. on an equilibrium as I I get that parent them. And you know, they did me no good because <laughs> Well, you know. Oh. Yeah, but it wasn't for the thing the big important part there is it wasn't for lack of trying and wanting things to work out as best as they possibly could for the kids. I, I had no real rule book. So I I've never ever ever said no. I got it right. I but I will say I did what I thought was right at the time in the best interest for them yep. in the best that I knew how to. So, As I would like to think most parents are trying to parent. Absolutely. And, you know, to anybody who says there's a rule book for parents, go fuck yourself because there is not no. and we get this shit wrong all the time. And for any adult children that are listening, your parents didn't have a rule book. Yeah. <laughs> and they are humans. So yeah. let them be flawed. Yeah, it's not It's not. Yeah, for the younger person, it's not fair for you to have the expectation that that person will be perfect. Mm. And the same in, in you know, I have very high expectations of people that are very close to me yep. because I put myself You've, way You run up yourself higher. as hard as you run as would hope for anybody else. Yeah, yeah so, so nobody can ever, ever, ever think, you know, if we go through a situation or whatever, nobody will ever beat me up more than I beat myself yep. up. So. Same in respect of, of expectations, but I have learnt over the years to lower my expectations of others, not because I think less of them, just because it's not fair to expect the same yeah. processing level from them as what I might be processing at. Yep. And so it, for us, if I would go back in time, that's what I would change. There you go. 
Happy days. So I guess if you've got an age dynamic and, you know, maybe some of these takeaways could, you know, help you out a little bit if you want to take that information, but you're young and you probably don't give a fuck about what we've got to say. <laughs> if for anyone who is out there where there is an age gap, whatever the way, whoever you are, be kind to each other. Yeah. Go don't, easy on each other. Yeah, absolutely. Give give the younger person a break. They haven't quite figured it all out like you have yet. Give the older person a break. Their their wisdom can be helpful, and if their wisdom is being too much for you, find a kind way to let them know that you yeah. need to discover it for yourself as well. Um, and look beyond the age. Everybody, just look yeah. beyond the age. If people are happy and they're in love and they're being kind to each other, who gives a fuck yeah, why they're there? Exactly right. I mean, and... You know, part of that communication factor, factor there I just thought of was, you know, sometimes there's this, like going back to the, more of the younger female and, and older male sort of model that we get exposed to is that if he's got the money or if the older person's got the money and the younger person is getting a lifestyle out of it, there is a point there where the money's going to run out or your expectations need to be re- you know, seriously realigned to what the situation is. And maybe for that situation is you don't necessarily expect that this person can just pay everything. And maybe the other person doesn't just automatically go, no, because <laughs> no is not the way to fucking constructively get through this. What you can do is offer, well, listen, we have this amount of financial situation. It'll only last this long. And if we continue down the pathway of just, you know, buying cars and buying jewelry or whatever, there's not going to be this lifestyle left. Yeah. You know, maybe that's a better way to go about it. Um, look, I I used to laugh when people would murmur and, you know, you'd hear snippets and you'd get feedback from other people that people thought you were gold digging. Yeah. There were moments where you and I were so fucking poor. poor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you were gold Still digging because I had nothing but dirt. Still digging. <laughs> digging all the way. This fucking... Yeah. Oh yeah, he's just with her for the money. Yeah, what, what money? money? We had no fucking money. We had no fucking money. We, had, we were so poor. Sometimes we couldn't buy food. <laughs> just like I don't know what he's digging for. Yeah. And you know what? Everything we have today, you and I equally, yeah. have made it work. So, gold dig away, my friend, because half of it's yours anyway. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Eh? So, but you know, we live in hope that people will treat each other better. Be kind. Yeah, just, just. I guess that's the overarching of most things these days is just take a second and just be a little gentler with each yeah. other. Yeah, you, you're allowed to have your opinions. You're allowed to, you want to judge, go nuts, judge. But be kind. Yeah. Keep it to yourself it. sometimes. Because, you know, the hope thing, to help one person every day, mm. if you're the older person in a relationship, help guide that person in a constructive fashion. If you're the younger person, yeah, then help. By learning and being an open book. Yeah, if you want to be with – that's a really important point, actually, and I I know we should be coming to an end, but I do want to raise that. If you're with an older person and you are there by choice and you love that older person, then respect the fact that they actually might have a clue. Yeah. And they might have some really useful experience to offer. For the older person, if you're the one offering that advice and and it doesn't, you know, for whatever reason your your partner doesn't want to receive it, 
be okay with that because people sometimes just have to fall in their own journey and dust themselves off and get back up. And the best thing you can do at that point is be there when they're ready to get back up again and give them a hand. Help them up. Don't fucking tell them that you could have saved them this hassle because that's not constructive at that point. Yes, you could have. Everybody knows it. They know it. Told you so. They fucking know it. Trust me, they're telling themselves right now. They're in the bottom of a hole and all they're looking for you is just to be there and go, we've got this. Yeah. And I said that this morning, right? Like we, we're, we're having stuff go, go down and all the rest of it. And one of the things that I need to get better at is letting go a little bit quicker of stuff too. And so, yeah, the, the whole I told you so stuff, you know. It's not going to help anybody. No, it really doesn't. It makes you feel good for about 10 seconds. And and then you, then you have to live with the person anyway yeah. while they try and figure it out and they're heartbroken and they're trying to put all the pieces back together. So just bypass the I told you so. Yeah. Get straight to how can I help you. Yeah. What are we going to do about this? Yeah. Let's let's move forward. Let's Tackle fix it. with constructive fucking plans. Feedback. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And moving forward. But hope. Hope people help one person every day. Fucking A. Fucking A. I love you. Love you too. Hey guys, if you enjoyed the podcast, why don't you head over to caspage.com.au where you can see other information we have to provide and also maybe pick up a copy of our book, My Broken Soldier. Thanks for listening.